You're listening to Two Guys, One Album with music insiders Michael Heideman and Paul Farber. We are two music experts. I mean, experts is pushing it. Taking on the greatest albums of all time. Uh, it's a little subjective. Song by song with careful analysis. All right, I wouldn't say careful. Look, we're having fun with the songs. Two guys, one album. Word up, listeners. This is uh, your co-host, Michael Heideman. Paul Farvar. How's it going, Paul? I'm okay. We're about to get real with this next album. This is Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy. This album is taking over the world right now. Are you ready? I'm a little scared because I haven't really heard this. I've heard a couple songs, but I haven't heard most of this album. So I think... uh, I'm going to be listening for the first time. Yeah, same here. This is one of the first albums that we've taken on where we just start kind of listening to it for the first time. I mean, I've heard a few songs here right, and there. Right, right. Uh, I saw her on SNL, too. Saw her on SNL. She kind of... That's where I first kind of got the uh, the need to jump on the Cardi B bandwagon, to be honest. Okay. And I'm excited to listen to this. This is their first first song, in fact. Get up ten on the album Invasion of Privacy. I see so far like I've been waiting for it to kick in. Mm-hmm. And it's been like a few seconds here and uh, there hasn't been like a drop yet. Is that gonna happen? Or is this the whole song? Oh there it is. I see I hear a lot of naughty words and I I could feel the passion of this song, but I don't oh, I like that though. Was that guy the just, chirp chirp? Oh, there it drops. That was like a minute in before it, it, it came in, huh? <laughs> yeah, minute so this 40. song's called Get Up 10? Get Up 10. The first song, and you, as, as we've been playing on a lot of other albums, you know, some of the old classics. It, the first song is what kind of sets the bed for the rest of the album. So I think this is maybe she didn't want to hit us too hard from the beginning. All maybe right. she's waiting for something big. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it seems okay. I'm okay. not uh, I'm not sold on the Cardi B yet. It's like a nice cup of soup, you know. You just kind of warm up to it. You smell All it. Right. You take it a little. Up. And now we're about to dunk that cracker in with the second song, which is Drip, Drip by. Cardi B and Migos. You can hear the repetition of the rap song, which kind of makes it a cool, classic rap beat because there's a lot of repetition, a lot of dripping going on, a lot of salty sweet snacks probably are coming from that drip. I don't know what that means. What? what, I don't understand what uh, what's dripping. I, I don't. I'm real. Is this supposed to be like a sexual connotation? Do you think so? I don't know. I'm, I'm, there's a lot of drip. How many times do you think she said drip in this song so far? I'm gonna say about 
Well, now she's not 35 right so now. Do we have a trip count? We have a... <laughs> Trip count. <laughs> this is, that'd be a great name for like a for like a young rapper. Trip count. Wait, I don't get it. Is, is Migos just there to just do the drip trip? Just making sure drip, you drip, understand. Drip, drip, drip. Isn't she married to that guy? Yes. Oh, yeah. So let's take a little time to learn a little bit about Cardi B. She is, in fact, married and with kid with the singer Offset from the band Migos. This comes from a connection that they had from the first time that they met. I think it. they saw each other and they're like, mm, love, love. Mm, love, love. That's how they. That's how they communicate. <laughs> they only one syllable speak, words. Speaking one syllable words to each other through it. And Paul, I don't know if you know this, but Cardi B, not her real name. What's her real name? Her real name is, in fact, Be- hold on a second, Belcalis Al Manzar, and oh, she was born. What kind of name is that? I, you know, Al-Manzar? it's it's. <laughs> Who? Al Jazeera. It sounds Arabic. It's in fact, uh, I think it's Puerto Rican now that I'm looking at it. Um, She was born in the Bronx borough of New York City. She was raised in the Highbridge neighborhood of the South Bronx. She was born to a Dominican father and a Trinidadian mother. Uh, So I was kind of a little bit off there. How how old was she? What's her birthday? How old was she when she had the name? I think she was just born. Okay. Just like a day, probably. (laughs) How old? What what was her... (laughs) I don't want to know. What was her mom's gonna, mom's age? I don't know. No, we how old her is, up. How old is she? I forgot. She is how, so young. Okay, I I'll, don't I'm, know if I want to know this. Okay, I wanted to give you a guess real quick. Uh, how old do you think someone who sings about drip drips and uh, getting up to ten would be? She's not ten, by the way. Well, I know they have a drip song on Barney, so it could be anywhere <laughs> from twelve to twenty-eight. You are so close. I think that she is about 25 years old. She was born October 11th, 1992. Is that 25? October 1992? Holy shit. Yeah. I got arrested that year. Oh, really? I mean, yeah, it was not, it wasn't. That's a no way to bring in Cardi B's birthday. Underage drinking. It's no big deal. Oh, man. You got to stay safe. <laughs> Let's jump into the next song real quick. Okay. Uh, the song is called Bickenhead. All right, the one thing that I like about this song is it starts off hot. You can you can feel the beat right from the get-go, and there's no build-up. some chicken? I could have sworn that's what she's saying. Some guac, some chicken, and some flags? Oh, man. Taco Bell commercial. Did you have the lyrics in front of you? No, I don't. I, <laughs> I don't that. either. But, um, let's see here. Someone's beating up chicken. <laughs> oh, so I did Google this. Mm-hmm. Uh, chicken Head was, she sampled the song. Bicken Head. And made it, no, she sampled a song called Chicken Head okay. by Project Pat. Oh, okay. And she made it Bickenhead. Oh. Why? 
What's the Bic? What does that have to do with anything? That's a good question. What What would be the Bicken head of? What does Bicken head, head mean? If you're saying chicken head, like in, you're talking about chicken in the song and guac, and why would you go with Bicken head though? Oh, because they're they're saying in this article they're playing off the letter B in her name, like Cardi B. That's why. But why wouldn't she say get some bicken then instead of getting chicken? Well, when you say pussy, you can't use that as a Taco Bell commercial anymore. So she the just, licensing. She just lost all of her sponsorships for the year. That's millions of dollars. I mean, down her the drain. manager's probably like, listen, you do a song about chicken and guac, mm-hmm. I could probably get us some cash with either some Chipotle deal or Taco Bell or something with guacamole is gonna sell, and then. Mm-hmm. Then he heard that part. And he's like, oh, I don't think I don't think pussy's gonna sell. <laughs> She's like, but I gotta be an artist, you know. If there's yeah. gonna be a song about chicken and he needs to say the well, pussy if, it's, word. if she's gonna be an artist, she's got a sample from Project Pat, which is what she did. Where, where's where do I know that name from? Where's Project Pat uh, from? He's a he's a I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that. Uh, I didn't know who he was. Project Pat. It sounds it's better. So no, it's Patrick Houston. He's an American rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, originated from Memphis, he's he's part of the Three Six Mafia. Co-founder. That's what because they they say their names a lot during their songs. And Project Pat, older brother of Juicy J. Oh, and now it's all coming together. Yeah, and so she sampled from them. And fan of the Bickenhead makes a Apparently. lot of sense. So the song seems okay. I, I don't know. I, it's pretty catchy. It's is this the single on the album, right? Because I've heard this one before somewhere. You've heard Block Block or no, no Bicken Bicken Head. That oh. song that we just heard. What's Block Block? What, what are you talking? I was about? saying Block Block. I'm sorry, I put too much L in there. But like in, in the song, she says, "Don't oh, look at me like that." And just, she says, <laughs> right there. Is this still the song playing? Wow. <laughs> I don't, I don't get, I, I mean, this is a catchy song, Okay, but I, the whole time I'm waiting for like a melody to kick in and, and she, and honestly, I, I do think she's talented, but it, it's so similar to Missy Elliott. I, mm-hmm. all I hear is a Missy Elliott. And then I remember all those Missy Elliott videos from like the late nineties. So I, I do think that uh, she's heavily influenced by Missy Elliott. Yes. In fact, that now that you mentioned that looking into her research, she's well, some of the first albums that she bought was were Missy Elliott and Lauren Hill. Oh, nice. Which I do know this about her. So uh, this album, Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy, is the first female rapper to be number one in the albums and the singles charts since Jeez. Lauren Hill in 1998. I do remember seeing that. And that's when I brought it to your attention and saying, hey, yeah, they're. This, who's this Cardi B that every, all the kids are talking about? She is insanely popular right now, Paul. Yeah. It, and um, Will it last like it did for Lauren Hill? Maybe that's a bad example. <laughs> but Lauren Hill's Will album, she make people wait two and a half hours for her to go on stage at her concerts? maybe not show up. But the point is, Lauren Hill's album was that miseducation of Lauren Hill, which now we will definitely be covering on this show. Oh, yeah. Because that was the pinnacle of one of the it's one of the greatest albums of all time in my opinion and put i think hip-hop on the map for people that didn't traditionally listen to hip-hop like myself Mm -hmm. so but i don't know about this car to be yet so what maybe we need to hear more we're only in three songs in we've heard a lot about dripping and uh and the samples (laughs) from from pat what's bodak yellow is the next song 
Is this it? Yeah, this is the single that's been taking over oh, the charts. Oh, yes, the I have heard that. Holy shit, she's just coming out. Bloody shoes. Yeah, you know, so when I was thinking bloody shoes, I thought from the get-go, um, well, here's side disclaimer real quick. I'm just I'm just a normal guy from uh, Chicago, Illinois. Suburbs of Chicago. <laughs> Suburbs. As am I. My hip-hop knowledge is, is quite expansive, but not as hyper-focused on Cardi B as I wanted it to be. I'm, I miss a lot of the slang terms that are happening these days. <laughs> that being said. I thought she was either squashing tomatoes or stepping on someone in like a in like some crime scene for bloody shoes. But then I looked into it, and I'm guessing she means those red bottom shoes. Louboutins. Louboutins, yes. I know that because uh, I sold shoes. And you have at least three store. pairs of those I, at I home. You're wearing Louboutin. them right now. I see them. Yes. Do they, do the men, do they have men Louboutins? I don't think they do. That's a great question. I, I don't think they do. And if they do, they wouldn't be bloody red. I don't think that they would have the same effect if there were guys. Guys because wouldn't it's care like a girl much. thing, yeah. That, to do where so she's either shoes. stamping stomping on someone's face because mm-hmm. she said she's going to kick some ass, mm-hmm. or she's bragging about having Louboutins, which are very expensive shoes. Or she's making wine and squashing grapes. With her shoes on. With her shoes on. But you wouldn't brag about that. Maybe if she is a good vineyard, I'd, I would brag about it. I don't know, Paul. I, mean, I don't know starts, these questions. She starts the lyrics. Here, I just looked them up. The lyrics are, said little bitch, you can't fuck with me. If you want to, these expensive, these is red bottoms. So she is talking about red bottom shoes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that makes so a lot we, of sense. You were right with the fancy shoes. You know what, Paul? I'm down with the kids' lingo these days. I care That's that. why I am part of this show. So this is the single that has broken Lauren Hill's record, or at least is the first since Lauren Hill to uh, to have a debut on number yes. one. And it, piggybacking on that, while she became the first artist to you know surpass Lauren Hill on as far as singles go, she actually, right now at this moment, has... Uh, the first, she is the first female artist to chart 13 entries simultaneously. Ow, I bit my tongue on that one. <laughs> simultaneously excited. on the Billboard Hot 100, which is charted on uh, here in April. And that's insane to think about having 13 straight songs on the Billboard Top 100. Which brings me to my next point. Do these record um, Billboard charts even matter anymore? Because now with streaming and radio industries and sales... That's what? a good question. Our show will one day not be called Two Guys, One Album. It'll have to be called Two Guys, One Stream. Or actually, <laughs> oh, that's, come on, Paul. that's a little creepy. All right. <laughs> Two Guys. That's one. not what I meant. I just meant that it's like an album. This is a children's show, Paul. This is meant for the kids. So I Googled. <laughs> I hope you didn't Google Kodak Two Guys, Yellow. One Stream. Okay. It's a play on words. The song was inspired by the young rapper Kodak Black whose song, No Flocking, is said to have inspired Cardi B's rhythm cadences. So she's playing on that with Bodak Yellow. Because she puts a B in front of everything, instead of saying Kodak Black, she's Bodak. Bodak. Just like chicken, she says Bicken. You know, that's a good Cardi way to brand, B. though. Yeah, just take pick a letter in the alphabet and claim it as your own. So my one of my favorite vegetables is a pickle, so she would known be known as a, a Bickle. Bickenhead. Pickenhead. <laughs> I don't know if that works. <laughs> Let's jump to Kodak. the next song. This next song is called Be Careful. 
So this was the second song she sang on SNL, her big appearance, where she actually came out and showed that she was pregnant with Migos's uh, aforementioned Offset's child. Wait, Steph Curry? Is that what she just said? Yeah. I know she was such a yeah, golden. She's like name dropping every fucking person here. <laughs> she's a man? I think she's talking about you. The one thing I like about Cardi B and listening to this album is the amount of name drops and just lyrics that she can cram into this short, short amount of time with these songs. They're only like three to four minutes at most and the way that she can you know mention Steph Curry uh, Bodak Yellow Bickenheads and Bloody Shoes is pretty awesome I mean there's a lot going on in these songs which really kind of sets her apart from the lyrical people who are writing uh, hip hop and rap albums now I suppose because if you think about it a lot of it is just repetition and a lot of screaming the same words over and over again like bragging bragging and she's actually telling a story with her songs which is kind of cool yeah I like this song. It's actually got some melody in it, but I, again, I'm waiting for that bass to drop to like see. Like, there's a subtle bass there, but I don't know. Like, I just this would be a great moment to be like her keyboard player. It'd be a really easy part to play. Same line that's in every Jimmy Buffett song. <laughs> No, I, I think it's a cool song. Uh, I So far, I'm not like, uh, I don't know. But this next song, mm-hmm. um, I am excited about. Oh, I think I know why, too. Is it because of this guy who's talking right now? It's Chance the Rapper, Best Life. Let's take a listen. I'm living my best life. Already the best song on the album. I'm living my best life. Made a couple M's for my best friends. Turned on my L's in the last hands. You see the whip pulling up, it's like Dream pulling up, I'm like Oh, this is a great song. It's my birthday, at least that's what I'm dressed like. I'm like Big Pop mixed with Tupac. I'm like Machiavelli, pizza, Little Caesar pizza. I be hot in Little Caesar pizza? If you can drop Little Caesars in a wrap, why wouldn't you use a better pizza? It's a good price for a for a good quality kind of pizza. It's a good product. <laughs> you get the bang for your buck. I mean, pizza, there's pizza. so many better pizzas. <laughs> but this is a great song. Let's let's listen to a little more of it. Just to see, like that's when they came for me on Twitter with the backlash. Cardi B is so problematic. It's the hashtag. I can't believe they want to see me lose that bad. They talking junk and they stink these hoes, mad trash. I'm giggling, collect the I just keep waiting to for the kicks to come in. Chances probably like. All right, let's, let's go back to the melody. So a cool um, sidebar about this song and Chance's part, um, he recorded it here in Chicago at CRC. This song? Chicago Recording Company. Or his parts? His parts, yeah, were recorded right here in the city. Down this, about like maybe uh, ten, blocks. 10 blocks from us, yeah. Yeah, I know CRC, it's a great place. I went to the coolest party there one time. It was a it was a holiday party, and each floor was like the 1920s, 30s, 40s, every, 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you there? I might have been, yeah. I don't oh know if they do gosh. that every year. That's pretty awesome. Well, anyway, the CRC is a great spot, so that's where Chance did it. Do you want to hear some more of it real fast? I, yeah. Okay. I, I feel like this song... Like, he changed the... I mean, the dynamic of this whole CD has changed so far. Mm-hmm. It gives it a lot of credit once you get Chance on there. 
Well, not just that. I mean, it's a first song. I mean, it's great that she has her rhymes in there and you can hear her her cadence and her rap and everything. But this is a real song. Like it's got like a traditional beat. It's got a traditional. And Chance's voice is so soothing. I love it. It is. He is this great like kind of. Kind of like Adam Duritz, and I know that a lot of people are going to get mad at me for for comparing Terrence to, but it's like this great, like almost crying voice that he's doing now. Where it's like, oh, you know, I'm living my best. It's just a cool, just cadence to his voice. Not not cadence, but um, kind of a soothing tone to his voice now. He's he's matured a lot in his music. I want to give you a quick bit of information on Cardi B. Her first ever appearance in music was in November fifteenth. <laughs> November 2015, Cardi B made her musical debut alongside Jamaican reggae fusion singer Shaggy's remix the single Boom Boom. Shaggy's going to be like the next Six Degrees of Separation. He's 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 all all over the place right now. Now he's with Sting. I mean, what is going on with that guy? Uh, You know, everyone slept on him during the 90s, and now he's coming back full force. How How did he do that? It's it's, it's just like that voice. I think it's just like the. It's just got the. It's got the. I don't know what you call it. like. It, it stays in your head. It does. It's, it's so sudden, unique. It's like the. It's commercial like, for uh, Empire. Yeah. Five eight. Well, only people in Chicago understand. <laughs> well, you, the best voices, in my opinion, James Earl Jones. Um, uh, who's the guy who plays God in all the movies? George. Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. George Burns. George Burns. Burns. older. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And um, Shaggy. I'm putting him up there now. Well, I don't know. But that's this cool song. So far, that's my favorite song on this album. Oh, right. uh, And uh, big props to Chance for bringing more credibility to this album as if it needed it. But what do we got next? So you like that song? I do do like it. I I like like it, it too. I I like it. In fact, is also the name of the next song. And surprisingly, a Jamaican kind of uh, reggaeton beat for this one, too. It features Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Do you know who that is? Uh, It can't be... I have no idea. Who is Bad Bunny? So Bad Bunny... (laughs) Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Wait, could you do this in in George Burns' voice, please? Uh, George Burns. I don't know how to do his voice. Bad George Burns. Bad. That's how he sounds. I'm, I'm guessing. So let's listen to a little bit. So Bad Bunny is a Puerto Rican Latin trap and reggaeton singer. So you're right to hear that. And here's those drops that you were talking about. I do like this. The one thing I got to say about reggaeton music is I just can't get into it. I'm so sorry. No matter what, I don't think you have to apologize. I think a lot of people will take your side on that. It's just thing, so, and there's nothing against it. I have a lot of a lot of um, respect. Do you have for a lot it. of reggaeton friends. <laughs> Is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> I, it's not that I don't like them. I mean, I have a lot of friends who are in reggaeton musicians, <laughs> but I have a lot of friends who, who play the steel drums. I have them in their apartment, and but I just, just don't like it personally. No, <laughs> you don't have to apologize for your style. It's something. Um, it's just something that people don't. Um, I can't get into it, I, and I I think I've mentioned to you th- this to you before because we have a lot of conversations about reggaeton, reggaeton music. Yeah. Um, but I think All that the, time. the one of the best and the only guy I can listen to is Tito Puente, and the way that he, he drives Puente? he drives that rhythm with his. You're beats. a big Tito Puente fan. I am a fan. Name three of his songs. Uh, there's Tito and the Bandito, um, Carl Smithers, and uh, the the <laughs> reggae king. Ba- beat boss. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm making up so all wrong. of these right now. 
Well, let's see if this... Did anything change on this song? Oh, Jesus, it got worse. <laughs> so you know what we can make to make this song this better? This is more reggaeton than it was before. Solo from Pete Bunny, or Bad Bunny. See, it should... He's like the new, he's like the new Shaggy. Like he is. Shaggy's nephew, probably. <laughs> I don't know if that's accurate. It's, it's Scooby. Yeah, I Shaggy's, don't like this uh, song. I, I did until the reggaeton parts came on. What, what do we got next? This next song is called Ring. Ring a ding with a dong. Kehlani. Do you know who Kelani is? I can't say that I do. Let's no. take a listen. kind of cool. Kelani is an American singer, originally from Oakland, California. She was in the pop teen band Pop Pop Life. Pop, pop Life. I like that. She's a, a cool song. She's a smooth voice. Uh, Paul, do you know where Cardi B got her first on-screen appearance? In a Twix commercial. <laughs> That was later on. That was later. That was Cardi C. Cardi T. All right. From 2015 to 2017, she appeared as a regular cast member on the hit TV show Love and Hip Hop on VH1. Uh, Are you a fan of that show? uh, Never seen an episode. So she played a huge part on this, and this kind of grew her Instagram following. And in fact, before she dropped these mixtapes and everything, I think I read that she had over a million Instagram followers. So this is now giving birth to... The rise of these Instagram rappers because now she's the biggest thing. Oh, her YouTube videos are, are she's got million, even every song, she has a video for every song, and each of them have millions of views. I can, yeah, a mil, like literally millions, millions upon plurals, millions of views. Yeah. I've had a video of me juggling on YouTube since 2009. How many views? It has not broke a thousand yet. Really? And that's a good video. Is it say Michael Heideman juggling? No, do not search it. It does not. You, you wouldn't we be able to find it. We want to jack up the numbers. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to find it. I don't, I, this song is cool. See, now it's got like a melody and she's got a great soothing voice. This is the traditional kind of what you're used to listening to yeah. on the radio, which I'm kind of digging um but let's move on to the next one real fast okay i'm digging that money bag is the next song oh let's take a listen Ooh, pitched <laughs> scratchy voice oh that's cool see i like the drop like that that's a good drop i like the atari kind of backbeat to that because i like a lot of altendo songs yeah. And this is this is kind of like I'm in a an Atari game. Yeah, the 80s. And you're like, I just picture a, a guy like a robber playing in the screen in all those games, and like she's chasing them. It's like a, it's like a Nintendo game. It's like Pitfall with her bag, or like the Cookie Crisp guy. Oh yeah, there's gonna you know, definitely there a game like that? there's gonna be a bandit in this in this for sure. There has to be a game. How many times did you say money bag in this? I think more than drip. You know, the, the cool thing about these kind of songs, it's... Teaches kids words? <laughs> oh, sorry. Is that what you were going to say? <laughs> the importance of money can never be shortened, to be honest. Yes. Yeah. We should teach our children the value of money. I think there's a really good part that's coming up, too. So th- that's another good reason. She was broke all her life. She was broke all her life. She actually started as a stripper. 
Uh, she got she and she doesn't even regret it to be honest. And that's not a bad thing to be a stripper. She made a lot of money yeah. that way. She's she actually uh, has been quoted saying that a lot of her her upbringing and the way and her character is built from being a stripper. Paul, in a, in a hypothetical world, would you ever be a stripper? If I could do it, I would. I have no problem with it. What do you mean, do it? Like dance? Like dance, and if I had the body that people wanted to see. Like, mm-hmm. Nobody wants to see a, a Persian dad bod <laughs> at a strip club. It's just not, it's not like they're, uh, it's not on their top 30 choices. <laughs> that could be your branding. That could be your, like, yeah. uh, your thing, though, the Persian dad But bod. women that go to those places are, like, escaping what they have at home. <laughs> they're just going I'm like, for more with that, it for yeah, you. They're like, they're not going to go and say, hey, I, I want to see something like my husband, just a little hairier and darker. <laughs> like, no one's going to say that. It's just not going to happen. Like your pole could just be like a lazy boy and just, <laughs> and you could just dance around oh, that. Oh yeah. If there was no dancing involved, I just could like spin on a, on a lazy boy. I'd crush it that. <laughs> but this song, but this song, Moneybag, yes. doesn't change. It's the same. You no, know, yeah. Same Atari, those... I'm still on the same level. It's like I'm trying to get to the princess already and I just keep driving through this. We're stuck on level I'm one I'm crushing this song. so many mushrooms right now and nothing is happening. I, I just, yeah, I, this song doesn't do it for me either. Well, what hopefully we got next? This is Condition- Bartier Cardi. Condition- con- continuing with the tradition of just adding a B to everything. I think she was trying to say is Cartier, which is a watch brand. Oh. Featuring 21 Savage. And I'm a fan of 21 Savage. He has some good flow. Not to be confused with Savage Garden. <laughs> They're not related, are they? Savage Garden is a band from the 90s. Okay. That tra- sang truly, madly, deeply. But not this person on this song. He didn't make a shaggy return where he's like no. on. Okay. Well, let's listen to this. Who's 21 Cardi or cut? Wanna be Cardi? Okay, I'm, uh, this is gonna make me sound like uh, stripper dad, but I need to say I've never heard the the word bitch rhymed with bitch more than yeah, in the song. She says bitch a lot. Twenty One Savage is a rapper, American rapper, not Savage Garden. Oh, okay. He's actually an American rapper. He was in a group called Savage Mod before releasing his own album. Mm. But since we're on the subject, Savage Garden, on the other hand... <laughs> yes, please. Oh, let me just turn this on for a second. Savage Garden was a band from the 90s. Australian pop duo uh, sang the song Truly Madly Deeply in 1997, and uh, I Knew I Loved You. Mm. Those are the, their biggest hits. I Want You was another one. Crash and Burn. None of their videos have as many views. <laughs> On YouTube as Cardi B. <laughs> Combined. But I would challenge, issue this challenge to Cardi B. If you want to really impress people, why don't you uh, get some beats from Savage Garden? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good that's I know a good everyone has chicken head. Pat. pat Bicken pat, head. Bicken head. What's his name? <laughs> Patrick Pat. <laughs> Project Pat. Project. It's not it either. All right, let's jump to the next one. What do we got? But first, let me tell you a little bit more about Cardi B before we hear the song She Bad. She's actually good. Cardi B is of the Christian faith, believing in God and Jesus. She has mentioned in her strong relationship with God in interviews. You go, it's hard to tell about this 
from this album. But, you know, she says if you was quoted to say, if you know me, you know that I have this deep connection with him. It's crazy for me to say that I used to ask God for help. The strip club really helped her. Now listen to the song, She Bad. Four hundred. How many different ways can you say that? <laughs> Alright, I'm into this. This this song is straight up fire already. YG is a rapper from Compton. Oh, he is? From Compton. From Compton. And he's an actor. Keenan Dequeen Ray Jackson, better known by his stage name YG. What's his real name? Keenan Dequan Ray Jackson. Oh, wow. That's a great name. Four names. So another quick tip about her, you know how we said her name wasn't really Cardi B, even though she likes to say it a lot. Uh, it is Balcales. Cardi says that her sister was nicknamed Hennessy, therefore by association people started calling her Bacardi, which then she shortened to Cardi, and the B stands for, quote... Trademark infringement. <laughs> Wait, what? Hennessy was her sister's name? Her sister's nickname. It looks like it was, it was her nickname. But, so they Hennessey. were Bacardi and Hennessy. Yeah, so that was like their thing. That would probably be a fun group to hang out with, to be honest. Huh. Hmm. I'm more I of a prefer, wine guy lately. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. I, I drank a lot of Captain Morgan's when I was younger. In mm-hmm. fact, my first album uh, in my band, Chew Shamboy, in 1997, everybody thanked their significant other that were in relationships and i think captain morgan <laughs> no way dude it's on the it's on the credits if you guys get the album there's i just looked online they're selling for about nine dollars well where can we find the album let's get those numbers Amazon. up <laughs> i think if you google shoeshine boy days like these they're out there days we have it like it's these. getting reissued i shouldn't i shouldn't joke about it we are we have we're on a new label coming out this year so i can't really discuss any more on that but we're not getting nowhere near the attention cardi b is getting Cause she bad, and she is also good. Yeah, and I, this next song I think is one of the better songs on her album, as far as I've heard. The song is called like "Through it. Your Phone." I just wanna break up all your shit. So this is the ballad of the album. Cause like the patience on Guns and Roses. Exactly. Oh, he, she's going through his phone right mm-hmm. now. It's getting serious, Paul. You don't want that to happen. You don't want a girl to go through your phone. And I don't want to go through a girl's anything. phone. I don't have anything on my phone that's bad. Left Eye. Oh, that's uh, TLC mentioned. Call out to TLC. Left yeah. Eye burned down... Uh, the wide receiver uh, from the Atlanta That's Falcons. Right. That, Andre, Andre Risen. Man. Full Moon Risen. That's it's a also tough Raiders. chick. I'm loving this break right here by this singer. And that singer. I like this. You're going to turn me into left eye. Oh, this is a cool song. Ali Tamposi. That's who it is? I'm loving Ellen Tamposi right now. Allie. Allie Tamposi. 
So that was an awesome song. Let's go to the last song here. Are you ready, Paul? Uh, wait a minute. Oh, she says Beyonce on my stereo. You just missed the part oh. where she said Beyonce. Here you go, nigga. Bon appetit. Look, do you give it to her raw? You love her or not? Whoa! This is a real fucking graphically detailed song. She keeps it real, Paul. And who who talks about going raw in his phone? Like, why is this guy so dumb? You gotta delete those messages. It just takes up space anyway. You know what? I'm thinking that he has one of those old Nokia's where you can't delete them uh, yet, and he doesn't have like an iPhone. She wrote this song in 2012. <laughs> no, she I wrote just, this in like 04, <laughs> like before iPhone even oh my came God. out. Yeah, this just sounds like a nightmare, but it's a really good song. I like it. Okay. It's a really pretty song. It is a good song. It's the good ballad version a, of the song. Yeah, like you ballad. said, it's the November rain of Guns N' Roses. I said patience, but November oh. rain also works. <laughs> I'm sorry. I still have my mind on Savage Garden, so. <laughs> this song is called I Do, featuring SZA, S-Z-A. Kind of a wonky, manipulated beat to start it off. Cause I felt like it Put me down in a rest In a worn jacket Paul, do you ever leave anybody on red? You know what that means? It, what does it mean? It means when you're sitting on your phone and, and a girl or a guy texts you And you know the little uh, status update That says red underneath your text message? Oh yeah And you don't text them back for a really long time? That's oh. called leaving them on red I knew. Oh, I didn't know that's what's called. Yeah, I heard that the other day. And is that what she just said? It starts off the song. Yeah. Get a job. Get a job. Now I'm a boss. I run my own name on the check. Pussy so good. I said my own name during sex. What? Shit. Explosions. She is not lacking for confidence. You know, the cool thing about this album is it reminds me of the first time that I heard Eminem's album because it has that same kind of passion. It's just in a different format. I mean, Eminem's album is obviously it was groundbreaking on so many other levels, but this is the same kind of feeling. She's showing you how she feels, and it's very genuine, and I can, I can relate to that. <sighs> yeah, I don't know if I've ever told said my name during sex, but uh, <laughs> I would love to hear somebody say that. And, and if someone's ever done that or heard anybody... Email us at twoguysonealbum yes, at gmail.com. So we're done. We're done with this album, Invasion mm-hmm. of Privacy. Cardi B, which is crushing it on the market right now, it's huge. Uh, it's the biggest album. If you had stocks in Cardi B in 2014, you are a multimillionaire buying bloody shoes and having money bags and dripping cash. Um, she is the Bitcoin, or might I say, the Bitcoin coin of the music industry. Yeah, right how now. would she do a song about Bitcoin? It already has B in the front. Hmm. That's another challenge for you, Cardi Again, B. email us at Savage two guys. Garden. Well, she's got to do a Savage Garden mix mm-hmm. and do a song about Bitcoin with the beat in the front of the album. Cardi B, this is the challenge we're putting out to you. We don't often two challenge the artist at the end of the show, but this gonna is it. We're going to have to do it, yeah. Bitcoin without the B. Two guys, one album. Two guys, one album at gmail.com. <laughs> Paul, you can you, hit us up, Cardi B. Are you ready to, yes. to divulge and, and figure out the rating right. for this album? Album, Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B. We have to review uh, the highest rating that you can get is 11 likes 
And that is uh, because on social media, when you get to 11, you no longer see the numbers or the names of the people, I should say, that are uh, associated with the likes. For this album, I give it six likes and the the drip emoji, the three squirts, Mm -hmm. one of those, and uh, a money sign Mm -hmm. as another emergency emoji and the the chicken head. (laughs) That's it. That's a great, great. uh, That's my, my rating. That's actually a really high rating. For um, this album, six likes. I do you gave yeah. what you give Kanye? Uh, I gave around more the, than that. Yeah, yeah. I think you get around that. I the only number. the the key to that is the 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 songs that I liked, which was the through your phone. I liked that a lot, mm-hmm. and of course the 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 best was uh, was uh, um, Chance the Rapper, and a lot of the other songs. I think it's a great song. She deserves a credit, and I bet you this is one of those things that grows on you. Yeah, so I can see that, and being that we've only heard it once. You know, I can't really. That's a good point. All right, so for my rating on Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy, it's, you know, it kind of shocked me and shook me to the core. I didn't think I was going to like it. I was ready to hate on it, which I don't do to a lot of albums, but there was so much hype around it and and being the hipster that I am, or I think that I am, or my mom tells me that I am, I wanted to give it a lower rating but i'm going to stick with the same thing you gave it six likes a solid six likes i'm going to give it the high-heeled shoe for the bloody shoes yeah uh i'm going to give it the smiley face with the sunglasses because i feel like she'd be wearing some kind of fly Mm -hmm. sunglasses Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then i think i'm just going to give it you know a good old-fashioned um just a pineapple because i love that fruit and it kind of surprises you at all times so that's sweet. what I'm going to give it. And it's sweet. It's a sweet okay. album. This album was great. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, I'm sure you've never heard of Cardi B until we introduce you to her. <laughs> so you guys are welcome. You're welcome. And uh, if you've got albums you want us to review, like we've said before, let us know. Two guys, one album at gmail.com. And, uh, and we will consider it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys. We always love hearing from you. Email us. Uh, Paul, where can they find you specifically? P, uh, you, oh, you can find me on uh, Twitter or Instagram at Paul Farvar, P-A-U-L-F-A-R-A-H-V-A-R, or uh, Paul F. Comedy, uh, my website, and uh, on Facebook, which is Paul F. Comedy. And you can find me at michaelheideman.com. My Twitter is Mike Heideman. Um, follow me there. But mainly, we want to hear from you guys, so email us, two guys, one album, and we will talk to you next week. This is Michael and Paul for another episode of Two Guys. One album. And we all know you ain't that type. I smack you in the bitch that you act like. I started getting money, bitches upset. 